put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three in Brooklyn, New York. I'm trying to figure out whether I should go back to work, have another baby, or spend the rest of my life waiting for my fresh direct order. Hey, I'm Christine, a video editor and a mom of two living in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Allie here, podcasting up in the mountains in South Kona, Hawaii. I work as a real estate agent and a mom of two boys. Hey, I'm Molly. I'm a teacher raising two kids in St. Augustine, Florida. And I'm Sarah, a new mom to one sweet babe living in Brooklyn, New York. Between five busy households, it's a miracle we make it on the mic at all. But trust me, we need this as much as you do. Hi, guys. Welcome to Nursing and Cursing. Hey, guys. Hi. 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 Um, So we're going to talk about how you know when you're done having kids. How do you know when you're done having kids? How Mm. will I know? Exactly. Take it away, Sarah. (laughs) No, thanks. Did you guys have a preconceived number in your head, like growing up or when you got married, how many kids you wanted to have? Yes. No. Yes. Oh, I think Allie, I what was your number? My number was three because I'm one of three and I just figured, oh, okay, yeah, you have three kids. But growing up, I also thought that every parent's name was Betsy and Jim. For a lot of years. For a lot of years. Allie and I used that is to so play cute. with our dolls and both of our husband's name was Jim. I just, I thought that's what it was. I thought uh, mom was Betsy and dad was Jim, like all parents across the board. But no, three. I always imagined three. Mm -hmm. You always imagine. I always imagined three as well, Allie, for the same reasons. And it wasn't until I had one that I was like, oh, yeah, no. Wait, so Molly, did you, when you and Tim got married and started planning a family, were you like the numbers three? Um. No work that work that that way. Um, he is never going to okay something that far in advance. He's always like, "Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes." And I would mm-hmm. just be like, "Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm." So, um, yeah, that's very re- that's a very realistic approach to the number of kids you should have. I have Tim's and that's, approach. That's the kind yeah. of husband I have. He's very realistic. Mm-hmm. So, um, right. And it, and once I like actually had the pregnancy and then and then the birth and then the actual having the child, I was like, okay. The other thing I thought I wanted, which comes from the way I was raised, is I thought I wanted my kids really close together because Allie and I are eighteen months apart, and we have been two peas in a pod since the day she was born. Very very close. So I thought, oh, I'll just replicate that. You're right. Me so too. Then that I wanted reality back to back. of like. Yeah, like actually doing that, you would have to be pregnant with a nine-month-old baby. Like, and many women do that, but oh my god, no, I could not. That would be like me or Chrissy getting pregnant right now. Oh my god, can you imagine? Wow, hell, wow, that's crazy. yeah. That's that was mom. Put it like that, Sarah. That's crazy. It is crazy, but people do it way even more intense than that. People yeah, get all the time. Yeah, Absolutely. in a way that's so smart because it's because a six month old baby, you're I mean, you're obviously like you're so tired and you feel fucked up and whatever. But in a weird way, you haven't hit the worst stage yet. Like I'd be more likely to want another baby 
when I was hanging out with a six-month-old than I would be to want another baby when I'm hanging out with a 22-month-old. Because when mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with a 22-month-old, I'm like, oh, my oh my God, kids are the, no, no, I'm never doing this again. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it depends. Yeah. It also just depends like what stage you like too. But mm-hmm. um, I haven't found pretty, one I love. <laughs> pretty, did you have any idea what you wanted? Um, I think I wanted just two also because I was a family of just two, me and my sister. But I definitely wanted mm-hmm. closer in age. My sister and I are seven years apart. We are not close at all. And I always kind of attributed that to the age gap. Um, I think three would be so awesome, but I just don't want to have the baby stage again, even though I love it so much. It's so hard for me. I would love to just kind of cut to age two and have my kid. Sarah's Sarah's on her first kid. Sarah, is it? I mean, I'm sure the jury's out. How do you feel? Uh, Well, I mean... I don't know how I felt growing up. I don't remember. I think I went through that stage where I was like, oh, I'm never having kids. I don't want to pass on my genes. Mm-hmm. But um, but then I kind of went through a phase of like, I don't want to have an only child. But now mm-hmm. I feel like I would love to adopt a baby. Oh, wow. Awesome. Awesome. And you, you have adoption don't... in your family too, Sarah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have two nieces that are adopted and some cousins that are adopted. Yeah. So it's really cool. I think it's great. Yes. Well, and so is there the question really in this episode is, is there a deep, deep calling that tells you when you're done? And that's going to be different for everybody. Right. So. um, Right. I think the answer is. I think so. Yes, there there is for some women and there is not for others. I think there are. I've spoken to women who, you know, are in their city. 60s that look back and you know we could call it regret we don't have to call it re- regret but just have said oh I should have done another one but you know then I didn't oh. and it's fine but um I oh, you know, never really that's... knew Ooh. you know you guys You're know talking... that those are the women those <sighs> that Allie the hair on the back of my neck is standing up even to hear you say that because I feel like that's my future I'm gonna be that woman okay mm-hmm. so okay where are you you where are you tell us I'm just waiting Okay, so we have three, and I never had a number. I, I never had a number, but I do I do have a theory that however many kids are in your family, however many you're one of, so I'm one of three, that I feel like that number feels like a natural baseline to you. Like that number will never feel excessive to you. So like three kids might seem excessive to somebody who was a single child, but I'm one of three. Three kids seems normal to me. Having four doesn't seem crazy. But then when I say that to people, they look at me like I have two heads. Like, okay, four kids? Like, maybe maybe especially... Just New Yorkers, work. though? Or, yeah, like, I'm wondering how people in Florida feel or about four kids. Or is that more... We have, there's definitely... I've, I mean, there's a stigma in New York. I mean, I'm just going to call it a stigma. I feel like there is <laughs> a stigma against big families in New York. And some of it is, like, some of it is practical like no space uh just like city life but some of it also I feel like is like weird I don't know how to explain it It, like like there's something farm-like about having a big family like that's just not tidy it's not sensible it's so olden days it's It's so so olden days it's not green 
Yes, it's but hard. I remember Michelle, my my sister, telling me one time that if you have no babies, you're like weird or I don't right. know. But if you have one baby, you're contributing to overpopulation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm getting those statistics wrong, and I never looked it up. No, that's true. <laughs> well, and, and that's the other thing, right? There are already way too many people on the planet. So, well, when I when you say four kids to me, I go to a place of uh, expensive. So that jumps out at me, and I'm like, oh god, I start sweating it. But something else comes out at me, which is I think of the future, future. They've left the house and now they're coming back to your Thanksgiving table. I am obsessed with that idea of them coming back. Me too. And Molly, that's why my it sounds great to have be, a lot. My yeah. youngest will be five this year. Like it would not be, I almost have waited too long. Like I would have, if I had a baby now, I would have, uh, by the way, I love that my husband's opinions and my real life have not factored into any decision making. No, and, and, and they're not going to, let's face it. <laughs> happy life it's right it's all like what I decided on my text message with my girlfriends that's how many babies I'm gonna have um but it's like Wilder would be 11 Edie would be coming to eight Mavis would be just over five like oh oh it sounds perfect to me in a way but in another way like in another way like Wilder's going to be in college in eight years and I will have a second grader. And so like the, the, the longevity of my parenting life, like, wow, that sh- I'm still going to be making Valentine's. But you say <laughs> it's like a bitch and it's crazy, but it's also where you shine and it's where you get your deep love. I would say, I don't want to offend anybody on this podcast, but probably more than any of us girls, would you agree? Oh, yes. This is Kate's calling Just the, in so many ways. Yeah. You're a great mom. Yeah. It's so it. sca- I feel like it's real. That's not how I feel about myself at Wait, all. Wait, did you just rate Kate as the best mother on this podcast? No. <laughs> Kate, that no. was a great episode. <laughs> Good night, guys. Bye. Not at all. I didn't say she you was You guys are nailing and failing. <laughs> as far as multiple kids, she's like, yeah, bring it on. Bring oh, on great. the... The crazy, Bring on the, chaos. the play dates, the cooking, the chaos, on. and all of it. Yeah. Yes. You thrive. You do it so well. So, Kate, you're saying you're not sure. Is that where you are, that the, that the answer is not clear to you right now? I'm, I'm just confused. Like, I'm scared to have another baby, and I'm scared not to. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm yes. – To I, me, and that's not, you saying, I want another baby. I'm that's also not, baby. But I'm not, not craving a baby. I Believe me, I'm not – I mean, but, I love their babies and they're delicious, but the idea, like, my boobs hurt when I think about breastfeeding. The mm-hmm. cries in the middle of the night, oh, my God, I, I don't know if I can do it again. Do you know you what I mean? go straight to formula. That would be amazing to s- skip it. Now, also, well, Pretty is saying that, Kate. She is saying, it's because I'm agreeing with Pretty, it sounds like you want one because the alternative is how we feel. I know that Pretty and I... I Wait, I think we feel the same, Critty, yeah, about our own lives. we're on the same page. I pushed out my daughter, my second kid, and it was as clear as day. It was the most complete feeling, and I have felt that way ever since. Do I have baby fever? No, I see a baby, and I'm very attracted to them, and I want to hold them. But you have a baby. You have a baby. I, 
You have baby fever for your own baby. <laughs> you have I, the baby. I, okay, no, so so d- that newborn stage is like, whoa. Okay, it's so different than having. Well, Molly, are you obviously. worried that you has it ever crossed your mind that you could change your mind when Marigold is three, or no, you're so sure in your bones? I feel very sure in my bones, and I is this because I had one of each? Not sure. Yeah, well, I'm gonna Allie? say it has something to do with it. I have two sons. And I'm never getting a girl. Everybody on this podcast has a girl. I don't. Oh, <laughs> Allie. Well, everybody well, got blonde. And I did Okay, so, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I have blondes. But I, you know, who knows what kind of sons they will be, whether they stay close or leave or whatever. But it's I'm never going to have that relationship with a daughter. I don't. Mm-hmm totally want that but you can't have another kid for you know hoping that you're going to get a certain sex because we all know that's not going to happen although there are some crazy things I think that you can do some witchcraft you'd get twin oh, boys you'd end up with four boys <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but Allie but still is... a third kid no I cannot have another baby and it's mo- for me it's mostly because of um how grueling the first five years of it is and the way we do it and the, and on this hill and the amount of money and just the way that we live, I can't do it. I'd go, uh, I'd go under. Well, if you I just had, wouldn't be the kind of mom you would want to be. That's what that's you're right. saying. Right. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, their lifestyle is such where she's still going to have to be feeding that baby some organic groceries. She's still going to be having to, you know, like she's got her husband who is involved in the way that they're raised it's not as easy to just be like ah fuck it let me just order up a Domino's and put on a Daniel Tiger well I can order up a Domino's and put on a Daniel Tiger I mean not I I, you know I could get an Amy's Pizza and a Daniel Tiger but I don't have (laughs) (laughs) but I don't have childcare. really never have I work with my kids or I've Stay, I, you know, I've mostly stayed home the past seven years and I don't, it's like even a babysitter. I haven't, have we talked about this? Just getting somebody up the hill, two miles of four wheel drive. It doesn't happen. It never happens. It's too, it's too much. So one more, it's literally, I don't see it as the baby stage or just getting through two years. I see it as getting through about five and a half more years of staying home. And that's a whole other topic. I don't think yeah. I have that in me. Not to That's mention, the other kindergarten is a half-day kindergarten. So it's basically six, six or seven years. Age, so is the other, age is the other thing that confuses me, though. Like, am I going to have the... I mean, first of all, like, I'm not I'm not convinced I'm, like, really a great mom to my last kid. I mean, I'm lower on patience. Every kid, you're lower on patience, right? So mm, imagine me lower on patience and five years older. Like, Wow. Should I bring another person to the world just to subject them to that kind of parenting? Because I want a lot of people at Thanksgiving. <laughs> five years, five <laughs> years wiser. But then again, wiser. Kate, they're all going to be well into school, right? Yes. You're going to have a lot of one-on-one time with the baby. I do like the idea of like um, spreading your seeds wide instead of deep. Do you know what I mean? Like not really doing a great job with any kid, but just having enough kids that one of them is going to turn out fine. <laughs> That's true. I mean, one will be good instead of. Yeah, but all like all your kids, Kate, feel very safe and very loved. Like your 
I think you're comparing yourself to your own standard of of what you think the best mom is. You know, you're so doing a great. Me, can yeah, I okay. ask Molly? It was after you had Marigold, right after the birth. That was your defining moment. Critty, do you have a defining moment where you know, know that you're done? And you also have one boy, one girl. Um, let's see. Right after Matilda, I think there was like a three-week grace period where I was like, mm, maybe we should have a third. Oh, wouldn't it be great? And we're older. We'll have such a full house and just really romanticizing it. And, you know, now that we're well into babyhood, we're at nine months now. Matilda's really kicking our ass in a next-level way that Levi didn't. And Garrett just looks at me and he just – we both agree. Like, we cannot – do this again it's it's very hard this time around it's just mm-hmm, too hard yeah just the thought of yeah. it just is like crushing it's, it's, and suffocating it's like taking a risk that there's another kid coming that would be as hard as matilda yes and me. don't get me wrong i love her so much i'm obsessed with her but yeah. it's just so hard and it's hard because you can't i'm having a hard time dividing my time with her being so difficult and she's always needing me so levi take the back seat and you know, mm-hmm. on top of guilt. we've moved and we're in the Midwest and we're kind of trapped inside all the time. And so I'm just always ready to snap. I just feel like my husband almost more because of me. I think he's maybe scared of what a third kid might do to me and my sanity. Oh, that's more interesting. More than anything, like, I don't, th- I don't think, I think he thinks I can't handle it and I'll be really hard to be around. Mm. Mm. My husband says the same thing. I love that I didn't even factor in his decision. <laughs> right, Kate? Oh, it didn't but, even cross my mind. No, but he's the same way. He tells other people, "No, we're not having another one." Allie can't handle it. Oh. Which is fucking bullshit. <sighs> Total bullshit. Uh, yeah, I feel like you could do it with your eyes closed, but anywhere. Right. Uh, right, but he doesn't. Well, want you to know what? I was actually I was talking about this with my friend who, um, she's very smart. She's very practical. She has two kids, a boy and a girl, and she and her husband. She said, like, oh, yeah, I would have loved another baby. They literally are the kind of people who are so smart. They just wrote – she, in her mind, just, like, went down all the reasons why you should or should not have another kid and was like, okay, good. We're going to call it it, too, which is, like, I wish – No, I I wish I could be like that because it's, like, they just couldn't find a reason to have another one, so they didn't. And I don't know that – but, you know what she said to me? She said – and it really freaked me out. She said, what if what if things are not always as perfect as they are today and you have an extra person in your family? What if one of the other kids needs something that you don't you can never anticipate that they're gonna need today? Or something happens to you or something happens to Jeremy. Do you really think it's a good idea to stretch your resources that much thinner? when she said it like that, like she was coming from a place of such caring and love, like nothing but caring. Mm. Fully, I I fully hear that, but the truth is. It's a personal decision. Isn't the same exact thing where I was worried I wouldn't have enough love in my heart for a second baby. And once somebody is there, it works itself out, you know, Kate? And I just, either way, it's a beautiful, I, I think of a beautiful beautiful thing going either way and i really hope you find some peace you know listen my my mom is one of i'm sorry ellie i had to press the button finish that thought i was just saying mom's one of 12 i mean yeah Yeah, but why don't we start there 
We should have yeah, started. that was not a woman saying, should we have another? Yes, honey, let's. No. No, I'm, what, no, I'm just what? saying. Yes. 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 Twelve well. children. Okay. All right. Nailing it and failing it. Go for it. Who's got one? Well, I got a failing it. Um, today, actually, I locked Francis and myself out of our brand new apartment. Oh, oh no. So that was a that was a first. I was like, it was the first time I'd ever locked myself out with Francis. Like, I I lock myself out all the time, but this was with my baby, and like, what were we gonna do? But um, thank God for your tits. What did you do? Was it cold? (laughs) Thank God for my tits. It was cold, yes. But my nail is that I have the most amazing nanny on the planet, and I texted her, and I was like, can I come get my keys from you? And she was like. Like, oh, it's a, it's no problem. I'll just ride my bike over and give them to you. Oh my Aww. God, she does. I love her. That's awesome. I, yeah. She's just the best. Aww. I should She's have given her family. a hug. I didn't. Your nail is Never that you picked late. the best nanny ever. You didn't give her a hug, Sarah. <laughs> You're filled. <laughs> what? You heartless okay. bitch. What the fuck is wrong with me? Is, I was okay. like. I was what? holding Fran- I was holding Francis. It's okay. When she walks in tomorrow or whatever day, just first thing, I just need to give you a hug. Thank you so much for coming to our rescue yesterday. You done and done. Okay, good. <laughs> done and done. Okay, I have but- a nail, guys. Um, it, um, it's a simple one, but um, Augie and I did his first year of Valentine's. Yay. Oh. Yep. It's so a nail. sweet. I'm going to count. I'm going to count that. Did he like them? Like, what was his, how, what was his feeling about them? Um, he liked uh, the idea of it beforehand, and then Lots midway through, there was some crying, and I was like, Too okay, whatever. Yeah, hard. but I tried to get him to um, use some Ninja Turtle ones from Dollar Tree, and he cried about that and said he wanted to make his own, which I was so pissed, because I thought I was taking the easy way out, but so it, was still, kid. it was still easy. I just cut some hearts and let him decorate. Cool. All right, I got to fail. Phoenix had a sleepover the other night, and he decided to play a game with his friend that they were going to build booby traps all around around the house. And I was like, guys, come on. He had the string out and the scissors, and he was, like, tying toys to doors that were swinging, you know, on Leo when he opened the door. And I was not paying attention to it at all, cooking dinner, and they were down in his room. And so I was like, guys, went down to go get them for dinner. And I opened up the bedroom door, and a huge a, a, a can of LaCroix seltzer just no. dumped, dumped down on my head. Okay? He had raked a string from the bunk bed in the ceiling so that when you open the door, the soda dumps on your head. Come on. This yeah. is a nail. This is a total nail. Is... Like, your kid is really, really smart. Okay, so <laughs> I would not know how to do that. He used to go to a school for little shits. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, you guys, come. I lost it in front of his little girlfriend, and I was like, okay, okay. Just no liquid all over my house. Don't put liquid in the booby traps. And then I was like, and on another note, I'm really proud of you. Like, that was really, really cool what you just did. Very clever. But, but, Allie, yeah. remember that picture that you sent us of Phoenix and Leo yeah. hanging, from ceiling? hanging from the ceiling? That's the best one. By a diaper or something? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And what, 
yeah one of the one of the instagram um comments was like this is really really dangerous (laughs) like (laughs) yeah we know could have been his his neck right which the woman was right i know (laughs) but it's like that point it it was shocking it was very shocking (laughs) oh god anyway thank you kate or critty um, my fail, actually, my fail is just, I think I texted you guys last night. My, I've been letting my, it's so weird that you guys think I'm a great mom. I've been letting my <laughs> kids, they were sick last week, hashtag the flu, of course. And I've been letting them watch like basically whatever on the iPad. And I mean, like they burned through all the cartoons and they're on to Fuller House. Oh my Which, God. <laughs> oh, Fuller House. I thought you were Fuller House. That's okay if you're like, okay, that's okay-ish if you're 10, almost 11, but it's trickle down. Mavis is watching. She's four. So (laughs) she's sitting on the toilet last night, just kicking her legs. And she's just saying things that I can't understand. But the things that she's saying are like, well, if you want to have a baby, but your body won't give you you a baby you need somebody else to get pregnant for you <laughs> is this directly from fuller house i need to watch what the fuck are you talking about wow oh you've God. never seen these are these are some mature idea. topics on fuller house she is it that becky all... like who wants the baby well, becky would be like 80 now yeah <laughs> probably like uncle jesse's you know. like geriatric level it's okay. It's, so uh, Jay, I've never seen one it. of our listeners knows Edie the answer. Explained, Edie explained it to me. Kimmy, okay. who's the one that lives next door? Kimmy. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. Gibbler. On the show. Yes. There. Wait till you see it. Critty, just watch the pilot, and then you'll get a and such a good LOL, and you will never have to watch another one. Just watch the pilot, and then call Mavis. So she wants Kimmy to Gibbler's like forty. Kimmy uh, yes, Gibbler. Girl. So embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. You got DJ. You got DJ, Stephanie, you got Kimmy Kepler. <laughs> the, the Olsen twins would not sign on. I Wouldn't mean, touch no. it. No way. They're I way too glam. Okay, How did so they go around that? Kimmy Gibbler, it becomes, there's some storyline, I guess, where she's a surrogate. She okay. does a surrogate. But it took me, I was whispering in Edie's ear while Edie was half asleep last night, demanding to know what the fuck was going on in Fuller House. And finally, Wilder sat up and just shamed me and said, "Why don't you try watching it, Mom?" Ooh, and I was like, "Okay, burn." Sick, burn, Wilder. Is Bob Saget on it? Bob Saget is fully on it. That's unbelievable. Wow. Uncle Jesse is on it. All of it. <sighs> anyway, that's yeah. my fail. Oh, Uncle Jesse's hot as shit. Still yeah. is. Fail. Okay. Great hair. Thank you, Kate. Pretty. Great hair. Um. Okay. I have a nail. It's quick. My husband and I had a five-year wedding anniversary, and we did an overnight in Dallas because it's a little quick drive, and that was Amazing. fun. Amazing. Yeah. Cut it out. I know. <laughs> Cut it out. And we watched Fuller House all night. That would have been the nail. And then <laughs> my fail was that we had um, some people over a few days ago, and Levi really only wants to hang with me when there's people I'm trying to hang out with. So he's like, Mom, let's look at this magazine. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm kind of, you know, totally ignoring him. And he's like, oh, Mom, look at this picture. They're playing hide and seek. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And he's like, why? They're playing hide and seek and they're so, what are these? They're all wearing red. And I'm like, yeah, baby, they're just wearing red and playing hide and seek and just ignoring. And then I look down and he's looking at like 
Time Magazine Tragedies of 2017, and it was oh, like no. a horrible picture of like the Vegas shootout. Guys, not oh. funny. Not funny. It's oh, like this horrible God. picture a photographer took, and Levi's asking all these questions, and I was just totally going, mm-hmm, "Yeah, yeah, they're hiding. They're playing hide and seek. Mm-hmm. Awful. Oh, anyway, just terrible. Fail. I was like, "Oh, babe, let's go get a different magazine. Let's put this one up. This one's all done." All right. Thanks. I feel way better about letting Mavis watch Fuller House. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uncle Jesse's small potatoes compared. (laughs) You should feel really good about actually Fuller House. You're right. I am a good mom. (laughs) Okay, you guys. It was fun. I'll miss you till the next time. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Check us out next week for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, where it's safe to admit that you just left your kid in the car to run into Ace Hardware for five minutes.